Back here on The Drive, guys. Sacktown Sports 1140. Drapes and the high flyer himself, Henry Turner. Take you to the bottom of the hour. Monday Night Football coming up in just a little bit. That was just Mike Brown today at practice mm-hmm. talking about the magnitude of tomorrow's game against the Golden State Warriors. You got in-season tournament game. Right. Kings win, they advance. You got your rivals. I would say right now, Sacramento's biggest rival, the Golden Golden State. State. No doubt. You got Draymond Green back in the building as a player for the first time since Game 7. The villain himself. He has no regrets for anything choking out Rudy Gobert. No regrets at all. And so Sacramento, what kind of welcome are you going to give to Draymond Green? 916-339-1140. 916-339-1140. Drapes in the high flyer. Let's talk about this uh, game tomorrow, high flyer. We both feel like it's a must win. Yeah. We both feel like... So here's the thing. I said the other day, this was uh, on the road. I forget, it was maybe New Orleans. It wasn't a must win, but it was a must feel good kind of game. Yeah. Like, you got to come away with it at least feeling good about mm-hmm. yourself. Minnesota... Same thing. You know, not necessarily a must win, but they got that win. But this one tomorrow is a must win on so many levels. Yeah. You know, people really don't understand what this in-season tournament has done. Mm. You know, we usually play 82 straight. Yep. 82 games. And, you know, some players, and we've seen some teams – they get a little bored. They get a little bored, you know. That actually happens? I think it does. <laughs> I think it does. Especially when you're a team that's dominant and you're winning, 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 winning. You get a little bored, get a little complacent. Then you got to get smacked a couple of times, then you come back. Mm. I think this in-season tournament really keeps guys focused early and often in the season. Because think about this game. How many games were in that? What, 11? We 15 in. 15 in? 15 in. We're 15 in. We're talking 15 out of 80, and we're talking must win. Think about it. 15 games <laughs> in. Hey, this is a must win. We need this game. It's a must win. If we're talking about just a regular 82-game season, we're like, okay, they're going down. If we know for a rival, yeah, they were good, whatever. But if they don't win, so what, so be it. On to the next game. You know, all we talk about is the end game. Be in that top six. Yes. Well, well, right now, this game has really nothing to do with the top six at the end because they can make it up. Right. They can. They still got time. But it's got a lot to do with what's going to happen in Vegas. You need this game now. You are 100% right. And if you don't think that the players know this and understand this, you're crazy. I was on the road with the guys. I was in the film session. One of the things they talked about in the film session was the $500,000. They let you sit in the film session? Yeah, I go to the film sessions, too. Oh, you big time. I big come on, man. You, I told you, man. You're at the pinnacle now, hey, bro. Pop collar. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're at the pinnacle. So I'm in the film session, and they like 500000 You know what you could buy for 500000 How much ice you could buy for 500000 How many families you could feed for 500000 These are all the things mentioned in the film session. You know what? Let me tell you how lucky you are, bro. What? Do you know how many people are allowed in the film session, man? I mean, this is stuff. No, no, you're laughing, but this is stuff behind the scenes to where ordinary people don't get a chance to see. So for you to be able to sit in that room and see what goes on in the film session, watch him call guys out. Yes. 
Kong has I've a, seen that. Because see, that's where you learn. In the film sessions right. where you break it down, you say, hey, this is you right here. Film don't lie. You're not in the right position. So for you as media to be able to sit in a film session, dude, I've never heard of that. That's, that's big. I, I, you, I salute you. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. In case you didn't know, I'm drapes. I mean, I mean hey, you should. Like, you should hey, like I say, bro, I salute you. You know what, though? To your point, though, High Flyer, because this was after a New Orleans game. And Mike showed the film. He talked to guys. And after our words, I told Mike, dang, now I see what coaches mean when they say they got to go back and look at the film. You get so much more information and notice so much more when you look at the film. And let me tell you this. As a player, as a player, while you're playing the game, you're like, no, 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 no. That ain't what happened. I was over here doing da 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 When you sit down in that film session and you're watching him and he has that pointer and he pressed pause, where were you, Hank? Well, where were you, Hank? Your coverage is supposed to be right here. That's where you learn. And, you know, and Coach Mike does it in a way to where – you know, he calls you out. Yep. Number one, he keeps you accountable. That's his word. Accountable. Accountability, yep. But he does it in a way to where you don't feel like you're being talked down to. You don't feel like you're being chastised. It's more so a learning type situation. I like that. Let me ask you this, though, and, and we'll get back uh, to the end season tournament and what's at stake tomorrow. But I also maintain the players have to be able to accept it. Where does that trust and bond come? Because, let's keep it real, Luke Walton's had film sessions too. I don't know how much the players actually bought in. So I, I'm going to tell you where it came. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly where it came from. The first time De'Aaron Fox came down court, turned the basketball over, and didn't get back, he called timeout. Mm. And said, D, A, this is the problem. First time Sabonis didn't make a c- c- make a rotation to come over and take a charge. He called timeout and said, hey, Sabonis, this is the problem. When you call out your number one and your number two and you number five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you fall right in line. Mm. Because if he's going to call his all-stars out, he's going to call you out also. He's going to hold everybody right. accountable and everybody stays on the string. That Now, that's the Popovich way. Because Pop would call I, Tim Duncan man, out all the time, right? I watched Popovich grab Tim Duncan in the collar like a dude on 23rd Street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, Pop. Right? Pop grabbed Tim Duncan in the collar like he was taking away his 40. And got, <laughs> I mean, and just ripped into him. No, I've seen this in Sacramento. Exactly. Ripped into him and patted him on the butt and pushed him back in the game. Sitting back out there. And don't you think the dude that 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 that's that nine tenth player was like he okay, looking like oh better get in line, and that's where the respect comes in at, and everybody will get on the same accord. That's Mike Brown, and you're right about that. Even in some of these film sessions, he's calling out the top dogs, the top dogs. And if he's calling them out, he's uh, going to call out you as the number nine and ten guy. Jay, I want to get to De'Aaron Fox. I was teasing up. The players really buy into this in-season tournament. It's big for them as well. De'Aaron, this is cut number one, uh, De'Aaron Fox earlier today at practice. Well, I mean, I think it's an important game for us. Uh, I think they're making it, they're making it, they're making a conscious effort for, uh, you know, those in-season tournament games to, you know, be a little bit more important, you know, throughout the regular season. And, 
uh, for us, you know, guaranteeing us a spot in the quarterfinal, I think it's definitely big for us. There you go, high flyer. Mm-hmm. The players know. Yeah. They're aware of how big tomorrow's game is. So let's shift the focus now. We know how big it is. How do they get it done? What needs to happen? Is it holding Steph Curry under 30? Is it knocking down your threes? Is it making sure Draymond's not a part of uh, the, the action? Uh, what, what's, what's the recipe for finally getting over that hump? Okay, a, a combination of things for this game. They're going to have to play King-style basketball. I think tempo is totally key for this team. Whenever this, okay. whenever this team is up and down and they're running their offense and they're getting in the transition, getting out in the fast break, they're one of the most deadliest uh, offensively potent teams in the league, number one. Number two, you're not going to stop Steph Curry, all right? He's going to get some numbers. You have to make it hard for him, okay? Same thing when you start talking about Wiggins and probably Clay also. You know, Clay ain't the Clay, ain't the, uh, the Clay of two years ago. No, yeah, he, he's struggling right yeah, now. He's not giving it to you like that, but he's more than capable of having one of those type of games. But once again, you got to make those guys work for every bit. Now, when you talk about guys coming off the bench, Chris Paul, Looney, uh, uh, GP2, yeah. uh, some of those guys, you cannot let those guys come in the game and have a Herculean game. All right? Defense is going to be at a premium. Both of these teams like to get up and down. Both of these teams like to shoot. Okay. And both of these teams can do it. At the end of the day, they're going to have to find a way to stop the Golden State Warriors at some particular time because really, do you want to go bucket for bucket with Golden State? It's kind of tough. Do you want to go three for three with Golden State? Right, right. I mean, you don't want that smoke. So, you know, when when Golden State is coming down shooting three-pointers and that ball hits the rim and it come off, Sabonis, you better have that ball in your hand. You better not let Looney get that ball. Because do you want to give the Golden State Warriors a second chance at a three? And they shoot it and they miss it, and uh, Looney gets the ball again and give them a third shot at a three-pointer? That's a recipe for destruction right there. And we saw that in game seven. Better grab that rebound. You better. (laughs) I don't care what you have to do. You better grab that rebound. You don't give the Golden State Warriors second, third chances at a shot, bro. They shoot the ball too well. You're right. And and what I'm afraid of is – the magnitude of this game, it's not just about in-season tournament or winning this game. Like, the recipe is there. This is your chance to beat Golden State. True. They're reeling right now. They're, they were 2-3 and three with Draymond out. They're not that good of a team. Steph Curry is a great player. Yes. The only way, in my opinion, the Warriors beat you Obviously, if you don't make shots, but take it is if you let Steph go for 35 40. Because I don't think True. you said Clay, True. I'm not buying Clay anymore. No, Clay, I'm not buying Clay like he used hey, to be. No, no, Clay is not old school Clay. But what they've done, and, 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 and I think the Warriors understand this Clay isn't old school Clay. Draymond has given you minimal minimal numbers, but what he does as far as helping other guys and and on the defensive side, he's still Draymond. The one X factor that they do have is Chris Paul. Mm. Now, we're talking about a guy who can get his own, but he's one of the best in the business at making an ordinary player look like a superstar. Look like a superstar. That's going to be 
a problem too for the for, for, for the Sacramento Kings. Because Chris Paul cannot dictate the uh the tempo of this game. If you play Chris Paul tempo, it's over. Chris Paul gonna run that pick and roll. Yeah, he's he, gonna pick you apart. Bro, he gonna pick you apart. You cannot you cannot play that style of game. It's gonna have to be up and down. Chris Paul's one of my old brothers too. He's been in the league for a he while. Old. He yeah, he he, up he there. don't want to go up and down like that for a whole forty eight hours. Don't, I mean forty eight minutes. Don't want to do it. So that's why I say tempo is going to be key for the Kings. We're going to talk more about this coming up because you raised something that that got me a little fired up. It got me a little upset because I know what I want to see from Sacramento tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. I know what I'm going to see from Golden State. I know what I'm going to see from Draymond, Chris Paul, Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. But I want to see it from Sacramento. I'll tell you what that is next. You're listening to The Drive Guys, Sacktown Sports, 1140. Drapes in the high flyer, Henry Turner. Last season. Mm. Okay. Mm, that's my theme song right there. <laughs> uh, the man right there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Come on, baby. Woo. Jay Johnson on the boards. Drapes in the high flyer. Hanging with you to the bottom of the hour. Monday Night Football is coming up next. Bears, Vikings. We just heard from Trey Lyles. That was today at practice. He knows how big this game is. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing, high flyer. I'm listening to you last segment. And it hit me. I know what I'm getting from the Warriors tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I know the Warriors are going to come ready to play. I know Draymond's going to come ready to cause some havoc. Right. To shut up that golden one center crowd. Mm-hmm. I know Steph is going to look to put up 40 on you. Mm-hmm. He's going to look to give you the night-night, the wave, see you later. Right. He's going to try to mock the beam, you know, hey, mock like the beam. Do all the things a championship contender team does. So, I'm upset, and it hasn't even happened yet, but the Kings need to bring that same energy. (laughs) They need to bring that same, you know what, I don't like you. I'm going to kick your butt. You're not going to come in my house, go in my refrigerator, drink my milk, eat all my cookies. Uh uh-uh, uh, that ain't happening. Not the cookies, dog. He took the cookies last time, bro. Man, okay. Last you. time, gave the oatmeal raisin cookies, yes. which I'm a fan of. Yes, hundred percent agree. And you know what they what they did, High Flyer? They didn't even put the dishes away. They uh-huh. didn't eat. They left them out on the counter on the table for you to clean up. So if I'm Demontis Sabonis, and my guy Compio on the YouTube chat right now, Sacktown Sports 1140 says. So bonus needs to put up 28, 15, and 7 and hit 90% from the free throw line. Like, Domas has to show up. Ooh. It's it's one thing Ooh. to be able to beast DeAndre Ayton, <laughs> Chet Holmgren, some of those guys. Let me tell you. But now is when we need you. Let me tell you, dog. When you talk about Sabonis and Golden State, he is the number one. One guy. If Sabonis comes out aggressive and ready to go, because I'll tell you this, the De'Aaron Fox, Steph Curry thing is already set in stone. The swiper don't back down. Yeah, He's not going to back right. down. And he looks at Steph Curry like, I'm coming for you. We've seen that. Yes. I am coming. So you know De'Aaron Fox is at 100 already. Where's your Batman? Is is Sabonis going to be like? I tell you what, I be standing in standing in the uh, in the loading dock. Where's Draymond Green? 
<laughs> Where's Draymond Green? You would do. We know Domas ain't doing hey, that. But, but I'm just saying. But you said. Just standing in the loading dock, bruh, time up. Time up and time up tight because I'm coming. And believe me, you would know that I did that by the very first time I touched the ball because I'm going. I'm going. And you know what? And I might not be successful, KD, because it's a 50-50 chance. But I tell you what, you won't ever be able to say, he didn't get it a hell of a try. Because my effort is going to be shown. And if Sabonis comes out and give you that type of effort, the Kings got a good chance of winning. A good chance of winning. But here's the thing, though, about Golden State. And I agree 100% with you. It can't just be the first five minutes. No, we talk about the Warriors. You got to keep throwing haymakers at these dudes. You can't come out, be aggressive the first five, get up eight, feel like your job is done. KD, the Warriors are number one at cutting down a double digit deficit in the NBA. They're number one. Yeah. Because they got the firepower to do it. So, no, you can't come in and get up 10 or 12 and say, I'm good. We've seen that. We've seen that movie already. Right, right. We've seen how that plays out. Second half, you get crushed, and it's over with. The Kings are going to have to play a solid basketball game from start to finish. This is game seven. Mm. I mean, you heard Draymond Green say yes. it. This, once again, is game seven. You win or you go home. Jay, we just got that Draymond cut that we led off the show with about the importance of this game the magnitude of this game, and what the Kings are going to be bringing. Draymond, his first game back in Golden 1 Center as a player since Game 7. Obviously, public enemy number one. Obviously, he's coming off a suspension. Obviously, me, High Flyer, you haven't forgot about the stomp on the chest. Let's get to Draymond and what he expects. (laughs) Stomp. Get to Draymond and what he expects <laughs> in Golden One Center tomorrow. A lot of fun. Um, I think it'll be a lot like Game Seven. You know, the atmosphere, uh, just people, the excitement, the angst. I think um, it'll the the feeling that I am expecting is that it'll feel like a Game Seven. Can never be so certain um, until you get in the game and actually feel the environment because some people. You know, you you go into something thinking like, oh, it's going to be this thing. And, like, people react to things differently. You never know how somebody's going to react to something. Like, some people get nervous and they get quiet. Some people get nervous and they start yelling. Like, you know, and so I think people react to things differently. You can never be so certain. Um, But what I expect, uh, I expect it to be a very fun environment to play in. Draymond, it ain't going to be fun for you. It should not be fun for him when he walks on that floor tomorrow. Can I say this? Yes. There's nothing bigger in the NBA than what? Than game seven. He said it right then and there. He said it. It's going to be like game seven. It's win or go home. He understands that. I just hope our boys do do too. So you got to bring the exact same energy you brought in game seven. The Golden State Warriors already have that mindset. It's going to be a rumble. Game seven, we got to bring it. We in hostile waters. They're not at home. 
We in high. I know it's only a, a what, 50, 60 minute drive? Yeah. But they are in hostile waters. They have to bring it. The Kings need to see it the exact same way. Yeah, buddy, use a small guppy in this shark full of fish. <laughs> we got sharks over here, bro. I'm excited for this nationally televised game. You can hear it right here on Sacktown Sports 1140. Our guy G-Man will be on the call. High Flyer. What are you doing tomorrow? You uh, you doing the call with G Man, yeah, but I'm, I'm, you're not going to be on uh, game night, right, with Scott? No, or, no, they they they're giving me a break. I was about a little night. too much heavy lifting, yeah, huh? But I am on the pregame and I and I am on the call. Oh, okay, okay, high flyer, I'll be there. If you're Mike Brown, what's your pregame speech? Do you even need to make one, really? Like, should the guys know what's at stake? They did. They do. They do. You know, and of course, Mike Brown is going to uh, going to check the temperature of the guys. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, if Mike Brown walk in that walk, walk in pregame and he see they got that game face on, I'm dropping the mic. You ain't got to say nothing. Nothing need to be said. Y'all already know. You already know. Here's the good thing. Trey Lyles is back. Yes. We haven't had him uh, in those first two meetings with Golden State. And Keegan Murray practiced fully today. Anytime a guy practices fully, I feel like he's playing. Go ahead. And I'll tell you this. Keegan's due. He is due. So if we can get a Keegan Murray that's knocking shots down, that's a plus. That is a plus. Me and High Flyer, we are back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. We'll be live at the arena getting you ready for Kings-Warriors Game 8. I'm going to call it Game 8. Not Game (laughs) 7, Game 8 of the playoffs. And so make sure you tune in. Plus, we'll have our insider, Brendan Nunez, on with us as well. We are calling this a must-win for Sacramento tomorrow. This is a statement game yes, for the Kings. Yes, it is. And I know we're signing off, so I'm going to be quiet. You're going to be quiet. But I'll be talking to you. <laughs> Good stuff, High Flyer. We'll see him tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Make sure you check us out right here on Sacktown Sports 1140. We're always checking you out on the YouTube and text line as well. Coming up next, it's Monday Night Football. Bears, Vikings, playoff implications for Minnesota. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.